Hello and welcome to Squares of the Circle, episode nine, I think. We took a week off because Lex made us all broken inside, so. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, long story short, I've been moving. Hi, I'm Zach, by the way. Um, we have the full crew here. We got Kevin, we got Starkey, we got Lex. Okay. Um, So I've been moving into a house. It has been hell on earth. I'm tired. I am fully aware to anyone who remembers that I have not posted a poll yet for our draft. So there is no winner yet. Um, Hopefully this weekend I will post that and we can all just relive that glorious draft. Um, Lex, I know you weren't there. Um, what are what are your thoughts? How did how did we do with your list? Do we really want to go there? Do we really want to? <laughs> I feel go like there? I already did. I I I don't know why Starkey thought it was funny. Yeah, I know that you made that Shady. list up. Shady, real dick. Shady, <laughs> messed you know, up. I go away for one day. I done messed up. I can't leave you guys alone. That's true. <laughs> Clowns. Clowns. The whole lot of you. Do we get any credit for not even remotely coming close to laughing during that, though? I feel like that was impressive. That... I was. Uh, I was. The, the seriousness did catch me off guard. There was a lot of mouth holding. A, a lot of Starkey mouth holding. I remembered there was a mute button, so I utilized that quite frequently. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I wish. Think... I wish you could have seen my reaction in real time because i was listening to it on my way to work <laughs> so i just had it on and all of a sudden i hear lex sends in a, a her draft i'm like oh uh, what now <laughs> okay okay I, clowns clowns anytime i delivered a pick i tried to do it with as much gravitas mm-hmm. as i felt it really deserved yeah, <laughs> it's been, yeah. you did great yeah. really you did, you did great. and now that she says clowns i can't believe we did not draft her doink and dink <laughs> that was a huge miss right there. Yeah. You done messed up. And then Starkey, that whole draft like... was just that draft was chaos. I mean, it yeah. was just really total chaos. chaos. All out chaos. Chaos over everything. <laughs> Kevin loves chaos. Anyway, um <laughs> no, I the only thing that threw me off was Starkey was thrown for a loop because I think we put him on the spot and he drafted you a good faction. And I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Thanks, Starkey. Like, no problem. It was an accident. Does he hate aces and eights? Because I kind of like um, No, it was fun. I think I'm going to just absolutely dominate that one, but it's fine. Um, we'll Humble find brag. out someday, Humble maybe. Brag. So today, you know, there was a Big wrestling event that happened this weekend. We're going to ignore that. We're going to preview Hell in a Cell 2022. (laughs) Not really, because a full pay-per-view called Hell in a Cell has one total Hell in a Cell match, and it's not even a title match. Mm, Yay. Tell me how the hell that makes sense. Why don't they just have every damn match in the cell? Like like uh, lockdown, like TNA used to do, where every match was in the six six sides of steel. Yeah, but like the the name of the show is Hell in a Cell. It used to at least have a few. Yeah, like now we're down to just just one. Cody and Seth, and it has Seth Rollins in it. 
he does not have a great Hell in a Cell track, Rick. He needs a redo. He needed he, a redo. He really does. Um, and of course, Bray Wyatt's redo. posting tweets today. And I swear to you, if he shows up during that Hell in a Cell match, I would cry laughing. Um, <laughs> no, we're I'm gonna sorry, talk about <laughs> we're gonna talk about Double or Nothing. Um, like I said, I've been busy as all get out, and I feel like everyone else has too recently. So. Um, We'll be back to our, our fun topics next week, hopefully. Does anyone have any fun topics? Yes, <laughs> so many. Oh, Tell okay. Um, do we put her on the spot and just have her give us like 10 right now? Just awkwardly no, they as we nod. No. Okay, that's fine. Um, how do you guys want to do this? Like, If we go in detail through every match, it's going to be our longest podcast by ten times, which is saying something. So, yeah, we don't we don't do two hour podcasts here. We're trying to keep this (laughs) short, sweet, and to the point. Okay, then. So, I do want to just briefly mention that this was a long show, super long show. And I'm going to admit something. I didn't think I was going to admit this, but now I feel like I should because I think AEW needs to at least end the show by midnight. You guys know I'm a huge CM Punk fan and that I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. I fell asleep before the match started and I woke up and it was the screen that said, thank you for watching. And I woke up and almost had a panic attack. No. And the worst part is, as I was rewinding, you see like the little images at the bottom, and you see him <gasps> holding the belt, and I'm like, ah. no, you close your eyes when you do that. You're supposed to close your eyes when you rewind. I was just waking up from a little cat nap. Okay, thank you. Um, Excuses, but no, I'm sorry. So I feel I like I feel like they did the same thing last year at Double or Nothing because it was. I feel like it was on the Sunday of Memorial Day. Because I remember commenting last year, they know nobody has to go to work tomorrow. You know, most of us do. But it did. They, they, because... Tony, Tony said it because of the NBA game. He wanted to keep the main event. He, was gonna, he said yeah, he was going to keep the main event until after time. the game seven was over. I think Which... that's why they crammed uh, MJF and Wardlow on first, too. Also, so MJF could, you know, hop his flight. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just. And Zach, depending on when you fell asleep, you said it was a cat nap, but depending on where in the show you fell asleep, it could have been a full night's rest. Yeah, so that's very true. It was, yeah, it was a, true. Um, it was a, no, it, it was, was just before the one match that I was waiting for. But that's, this has happened to me twice now. It happened this past week, and it happened um, WrestleMania 35, the women's three-way, mm. which I woke up just in time to see that botched ending. So mm. I didn't feel compelled to go back, watch that back. So um, I know you said MJF let off the show, but in my mind, that was Hookhausen, my friend. Hookhausen. Yeah. 100% here for it. I have nothing to say about this match other than I love them and it made me happy. I do too. And I wasn't a big fan of Hook at first. And now all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, let's, I like Hook. How do you? How did you ever not like Hook? Is the hey, real I just question. I just didn't really care. I didn't know his anything about him. Beautiful I, I, flowing locks, and he's a child. Lex, my wife didn't like him either. It's okay. 
felt good. It's not just me. Yeah. No. Everyone, everyone was like, oh, you're a female. You got like hook. No, I didn't care. My wife calls him mini Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <gasps> That's a great comparison. <laughs> I like that. I just want his hair. <laughs> he does have nice hair. He has great hair. Yeah. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that Dan Housen. So yep. I do too. Um, I'm not in the mood to talk about the whole MJF drama. I feel like I'm exhausted just from listening to everyone else talk about it. Mm-hmm. And who knows what's real and what's not at this point. So I'm not even going to bother speculating. If you're listening to this, I feel like you got to know what's going on with that. If not, there are probably 70,000 podcasts and articles about it. Thank you. I, for made, a t- I, made, I made a TikTok about it. I, I, <laughs> I already chimed in. Um, I don't know why, but this match kind of set the pay-per-view off on a really weird tone for me. Like, I'm pretty sure this was supposed to happen the whole time. Like, no matter what the drama was, I think it was... I don't, I don't know if it was going to happen first, but... Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great way to start the show off. Like, because everybody's... Cl- like, I... That's, that's why part of me thinks that this was a way to get more eyes on it, because everybody's on pins and needles. Oh, is MJF going to... Is he going to show up? And then just answer the question right off the bat. Boom, here he is. And they delayed his entrance, too. So yeah. everybody's, like, even more waiting. That's why I, it's it sucks to talk about it. I'm done talking about it, thinking about it. But it's, like, if it was a work, it worked. And it's awesome. But if it wasn't, I don't know. As Sean Ron, Sean Ron, Sean, Sean Ross said, said, I was, of course, I listened to his, like, post-show thing. You know, it very well could have not started out as one, but once it gets out there, they could easily turn it into one. So who knows? Because I don't think them having people pay real money was part of a a storyline, because that would be ridiculous. No. Um, I, I will say the, the one thing, I, I agree with Stark. I, I think it was supposed to go this way. I don't know if the match was going to go that way. Like, I don't know if it's just going to be an absolute squash. Oh, like, I think start. it was. I think he was getting... Do you think that was always the plan? Because I feel like it was... Yeah, they tortured that guy for two years. He was just going to beat the living hell out of him. I didn't expect anything else the whole time. That's the thing, too. That, like, everybody... Like, I heard somebody say it today. It's just like, no matter what MJF is going on, he still went out there and he did the job. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. As he... <laughs> They stretchered him out and put the oxygen mask on upside down. <laughs> well, they did it on purpose. Everybody hates him. They're trying to kill him. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so before we get too much further into this, I have to say not only was the show long, they need to figure out a way to not be on BR Live ever again because holy mm-hmm. crap. That's terrible. I, had I heard so that was a disaster. Everyone did, yeah. Um, it was terrible. I don't think they funneled the crowd audio in correctly because everyone was saying the crowd was going nuts. And I feel like there were parts where it sounded like nobody was even cheering. So maybe I'm just deaf. That's realistic, but well, I don't know if you know this, Zach, it was the largest audience to ever see a double or nothing. And I know that because Jr. told me 
no less than 47 times. Uh, so well, out of the four for years... WWE for a long time. So <laughs> out of the four times they've done it, where only two times really had fans. <laughs> we're only two largest... times had, a, had real fans. Yeah, two <laughs> times for international arena. It was the largest audience. Um, to see it. Yeah. Long story short, this match was a squash. MJF, I don't think we'll be back for a few months, no matter what happens with him and his contract. Um. Should, do we rate matches for this, or no? Sure, we could all give it a grade, I guess, uh, right? Are we going out of five or out of ten? I don't remember what we did last time. <laughs> I think we did five. Okay. okay. I wasn't here. I, I wasn't this is hard to rate because it was just a beatdown, so I'll just give it a nice like two and a half because it did what it needed to do, but at the same time, it kind of took me out of the show for a while. It was a weird start to this show, man. Like, the first hour it was just really bizarre um anyone else want to give a give a grade there <laughs> feel free to chime in i'll give it a three i i like you said i thought it, it got the job done it's two-year build make wardlow it, it made the fans happy at the beginning of the show i think it stuck the pace for what it was going to be like i had fun in the first hour i so I like it differing opinions. I give it a three and a half because I really like Wardlow and I'm excited to see where they take Wardlow from here because I've been feeling like they need to push him more for a while. So I think he's his momentum's already been good. So now I think I it was a I'm gonna say I think it was a two until Bryce Remsburg took the ring, then it made it a three just because Bryce Remsburg was involved. So I'm gonna give it that a three. was amazing. I did forget yeah. about that. We're just both both of them like staring watching him do it was know, just perfect. So yeah. Just thinking did, sneaking it in. <laughs> did you see his Twitter picture? No. No. He changed it to uh it's uh when Wardlow finally like has his hands on him or like he say it he's getting ready to grab MJF like you just see them two squaring off and Rimsburg just in the middle just looking at MJF like you're about to get it. <laughs> um did you see MJF run around the ring with his arms out like an airplane at the beginning? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did. That was amazing. Um Okay, I changed my mind. I'm going up to a three. It just wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't the payoff I wanted for this Same. years long build. Like, but yes, you beat you know you were exactly how I was when he was get like when power bombs were getting up there like six and seven, and you looked at the person next to you and you're like, this little shit is gonna pull something out of his back pocket. I know it. Like that's just what it was there for. Yeah, you but... give me like a little bit of. Doubt. They don't have to every time. I guess he, he got it. He got what he deserved this one time. And the best, I tell you what, the best example of that is Brock Lesnar and John Cena at SummerSlam. What was it like? 20... 2015, I think. Where it was just Brock Lesnar beat the living hell out of him for like 20 minutes, and that was it. Like, John Cena barely even got offense, and it was awesome. <laughs> um, not even because it was John Cena, just because it was awesome. Um, so, okay, we'll briefly we'll briefly cover these matches, because if we go in detail, this is going to take forever. Um, the Young Bucks-Hardys match, I feel like, was a tale of two matches, because it was the first half where Jeff Hardy's boot wasn't on, and he looked like he was drugged. And then all of a sudden his boot got fixed and the match was outstanding. So I don't know what to think. Um, I know Kevin didn't like it. Hated it. Yeah. 
hated every single minute of it, even after the boot was fixed. One, he looked he looked like he was concussed. Like it, it just he tagged out, couldn't get out of the ring. Like I I was like worried and just anytime he went to the top rope after that, I was like, This is a terrible idea for everybody involved. But yeah, it just look I will say the side effect on the ring apron, great, great spot. They both sold it like fantastically. <clears throat> but yeah, I just it, I don't know. I just I, I don't want to see the Hardys with the title belt. I don't want to. AEW is supposed to be the alternative and the young, you know, promoting the young talent and stuff. And I, I just don't really need to see the Hardys in premier spots anymore. You know, I nothing. I, I love them. I, I know they they were huge when I was growing up and stuff. But it, I just I want to see the younger folks, not necessarily the young bucks, but I want to see the younger folks like getting over more. I, I agree. Think... I think what they were going to do, <laughs> maybe not now, because I'm pretty sure Jeff is actually like injured and not wrestling for a while. I think they were going to put them in the title hunt just to put over Jurassic Express. Like, I don't think they were going to actually win the belts, but mm-hmm. I do think they were going to make other tag teams look better. I was surprised Jurassic Express got out with the titles. Yeah, me too. Same. We'll get there. Um, this is a weird match. It was definitely like if you would have asked me ten minutes in what I would have thought I was like, oh, one out of ten. Like this stinks. But then it just really picked up. So I'm gonna give it like a three just like the the first match because it was really bizarre and Jeff looked like he was not um what was it, Bound for Glory? What was the the TNA paper? I think so, yeah. I was so worried that's what was going on, but me too. I don't yeah. think it was, but it was Mm-mm. laugh out loud funny that at the end he ran out through the crowd. Yeah, I, I was like, that's... <laughs> um, that was incredible. Um, does anyone else, uh, Kevin? What do you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a two point. I'm going to give two and a half because solely for the spot where one of the Jacksons kicked each other and then kick Brendan Cutler too and I think it was I think it was Nick got both of them and just died by itself because that's when Matt was like down and out and I was like that was just a great thing to take the attention off of it so yeah I'll give it two and a half Lex I really didn't like it um I will give it a two and a half also I felt like Matt had I felt like Matt had to carry the match a whole lot because of Joe oh yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah, I'm I'm going two and a half as well. Um, I love the Bucks outfits; those were stellar. Oh, were the, yeah. the Tiger Elvis that was yeah. awesome. I feel like the Bucks and Matt did have to carry it. I was worried worried about Jeff at the beginning, but then when I saw he was just still beat the shit after that Darby Allen match, like eh, it makes sense. He's 44 years old, but this is a this is a big point of contention on TikTok at the moment. Not to bring TikTok in, but people kind of shit all over jeff lately as of late like the past couple of months just for the way that he looks in the ring that he always looks gassed and they're like oh should jeff hardy retire should jeff hardy you know hang up his boots um and people get really angry about it especially like really big hardy voice fans because they think it's super disrespectful but it is an observation i mean he is yeah like you said I mean, 44 years old himself like yeah yeah like that well, like I, like what you saying earlier like with the the the, the team extreme thing just i don't need it anymore it was the 2000s like do the like the brother nero and the the uh the broken matt hardy still have such more of a story to tell i feel so 
Yeah. Um, two quick things. First, I was worried about Jeff Hardy, and then five minutes later, he proceeds to swanton bomb onto stairs and a human, so I think he's just fine. But, like, at the same time, that's why Matt, I feel like, has been way more... I guess prolific recently is because he doesn't wrestle like a psychopath. Whereas Jeff Hardy is just doing crazy stuff and that's his thing. And that that's catching up to him. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's going to be yeah. weird if we ever see him wrestle like a technical match. So who yeah. knows? But it is weird out of all six of those TLC original guys, like the Hardys are still the ones going. That's what, well, Edge and Christian are too, but yeah. they had to take a while. Yeah, they both were not wrestling for a long time. But mm-hmm. um, last thing is Brandon Cutler is perfect at what he does. Mm-hmm. He is outstanding. Um, love him to death. So, okay. So <laughs> can we even grade the TBS championship? It was just a circus. Um, it looked... Uh, can we can we instead grade the post match? Because that was amazing. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, it was. Live. Yeah. Um, Stokely Hathaway forever. Yeah, no, the match itself was not good, but you know they're getting better. Yeah, it's just no no shade on Anna J. I like Anna, but every it just looked so choreographed. Like every kick, every it just looked like she was getting her timing down. Like so, um, Jade's Jade. I think I think she's really strong. I think she is going to be a really big deal. But yeah, it, it wasn't. Great, but then the fallen goddess, Athena. Yeah, um, it was awesome. New Chris Statlander um, gimmick, also really cool. I'm so glad I like he's it. not the alien anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Like, you can't really like trash the two in it because. Jade Cargill's still so new that to carry a match, is she still getting there? It was really thrown together at the last second. And mm-hmm. when's the last time Anna Jay has had like a legitimate match on TV? Yeah. <clears throat> That's my thing. I don't know. Like for what they were given, it was fine. The match maybe they, fine, maybe they just, I, I was thinking maybe they just feel the most comfortable with each other. That's why they did it. Maybe Jitsu Jade feels like she works best with. (laughs) Um, I would like to reiterate that I think Jade Cargill is like absolute mega star. Mm -hmm. I love her. I love her so much. She's like going to be the face of women's wrestling. She's got got Mm -hmm. the good factor. She's only been doing this, what, two years? Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be so good. Um, Match itself, like two but if you throw in the debuts and all the crazy stuff that happened after, I'll I'll go up to like a three, three and a half, three, definitely mm-hmm. three. Yeah, is Athena the one to beat her? No, I that's don't what think I she thought. Loses for a long time. Like, I could see her getting the Oscar treatment where she just has to relinquish the title because she just won't lose. Who she wants well, to go to the other title? That yeah. I th- I just think they'll. I don't think she. Yeah, I think she'll relinquish the TBS and then go for the women's, and then whoever beats her for the women's is going to have to be somebody very special. Sasha Banks. 
That's I what I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want to see uh, Athena beat Thunder Rosa after a match that's built through promos uh, on the top of the ramp for weeks leading up to it. Oh my God, but not together, only separate. But not together, only yeah. separate, and then one time in the ring with yes. also apparently Dustin Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, no, I, I'm kind of with that. I'm going to say two, but then again with Hathaway and Athena and Statlander and everybody, Kira Hogan and Red Velvet. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Lex, I give it a three, just ignoring all the technical stuff in the ring, uh, everything else that happened. <laughs> ignoring most of it. The... Ignoring the actual <laughs> wrestling. The entire, well, ignoring the, the actual segment. wrestling part. Um, <laughs> but everything outside of that, hey, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Did you give a grade, Starkey? I forget. Uh, I give it a three. I was entertained. So, okay. So, I mean, this, that pretty much wraps up the first hour of the show. Where I'm sitting there like, this is a weird show where none of the matches have been outstanding. There's been some cool debuts and some cool spots. And MJF with the upside down oxygen mask. But, like, nothing's really standing out. And I'm sitting there like, this is just... I don't know if I like this at all. Which is shocking because I, I think there's maybe two total AEW pay-per-views that I did not absolutely love. Um, so I was very concerned. But then we had House of Black and Death Triangle. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, never mind. We're back. Um, this match was awesome, except I am so over Penta Oscuro. I wish he would just go back to regular Penta. But that's just semantics. So I loved it. I loved the even the ending with Julia Hart, which I think came a little late. I thought... You probably should have done that a week or two on Dynamite ago, and I'll be honest, when those when the arena went black, I thought it was Bray Wyatt for a second. <laughs> I thought it was Braun. I actually thought it was going to be Braun. I don't know why. I just thought of Braun. I thought it was going to be somebody a little different. And then, the, yeah, the lights came on. I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm a moron. They've been teasing this for like a month and a half. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a great match. I had I don't need to go into it. I think Phoenix might be the best high flyer in wrestling history. I am not exaggerating. I legitimately think that and have thought that since Lucha Underground. But everyone in this match is fantastic. Brody mm -hmm. King made a joke about his botched flip over the, the ropes and then he <laughs> slammed onto the, the ring apron. And... That's scary. Yeah. Oh my God. That would hurt so bad. Um, did anyone not like the match? This was the best six man match uh, on the event. When they do the six, when they do the trios titles, that needs to be the championship. I really thought they were going to bring out the trios titles and say this match is for these. That would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been a weird way to introduce them. So it makes sense. Um, what do you think, Lex? What, how did you feel about this? So when we get to the second half of the show, there oh, no. are certain there are certain matches I didn't see, and of course I didn't see this one. And everyone oh, says it's go really good. It. I don't. Yeah, I didn't watch this one. Okay. I saw the next one. I don't know how I missed this one. I don't either. Was, Maybe I went You should somewhere. have missed the one before it. Um, yeah. No, you I'm should have missed the other uh, six man. I saw bits yeah. and pieces though. I mean, I saw the um, 
the girl do the thing. What the hell is her name? Why is that not? Julia. Julia. Julia, Julia Hart. Talk about a I'm child. Like, she's like oh 20. My God. 20 yeah, no. she's, a, she's just a baby. Um, could you imagine being that successful at 20 years old? Because I can't. Nope. nope. Can't, re- can't relate. Can't relate. No. Um, I'm giving this a four. Uh, maybe four and a quarter. If we can go quarters. I feel like four and a half is a bit strong for it because it wasn't like the best match I've ever seen. Um, and I'm not Dave Meltzer, so I'm not grading it on like a seven star scale. So um, I think four is fair, like four, four and a quarter. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I can't uh, rate. I literally say, can't rate it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna. Match, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with that four and a quarter. I would have given a five if it was in a Tokyo Dome. But uh, I will say, I think four and a quarter, a crazy amount of false finishes that I all thought could have been it. So, yeah, really, really good. Star. I'm, I'm going to go four. I was very entertained. It, it was what it was supposed to be. Ended the way I thought it should have ended. It was good. The thing is, like, the story wasn't big enough for me to give it a higher grade. Like, all those near falls would have meant so much more if I cared about who won. But I love both of these teams, and there wasn't a clear like team I wanted to win because it didn't make me want one to win. I don't know. I think I I just have a feeling that the House of Black is about to step into something very good. I, I just have a feeling. Um. Okay, so <laughs> this is where the show felt long, and that is the Owen Hart Foundation finals of both men and women. Um. Let's talk about them both together. We'll, we'll save some time here. So once Adam Cole won, you knew exactly who was winning the women's match. Mm-hmm. That would have been super yeah. weird for well. Adam Cole and Ruby Soho to stand there. Um, these matches honestly were very similar to me where they were very good matches, but like neither of them were jaw dropping, outstanding matches. And of course, you kind of knew who was going to win them. Like once Adam Cole and Britt were both in the finals, you you kind of had that feeling that that was going to happen. And I don't know. Samoa Joe's still so new to the company and Adam Cole's been in title matches and Britt kind of doesn't lose to anyone. So Joe's got that Teflon to where I don't think losing hurts oh, him. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Ruby, Ruby uh, kind of hurts, I yeah, think. No, Ruby might be the first AEW person where I'm like, oh, she just got buried. Like, buried. I mean, she's in high-profile matches. She's just not winning them. Yeah, she loses all of them. And she had a big missed opportunity. I will call this out. So it would have been fantastic uh, because Adam Cole and Britt both had pink and black on. She should have done the construction tape outfit that Owen had. Yeah. That would have been amazing. That's a really good call. Yeah. Um, something that Bully Ray said on Busted Open was that I wish, or he wishes that Ruby and, um, oh my God, who else did the sharpshooter later? Um, CM Punk. Or, uh, didn't CM Punk? No, the no. two worst sharpshooters ever. Yeah. Um, was it? Uh... Now I got to look at it. Me too. Um, it was. Yeah. Oh, 
It was uh, Darby Allen and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Darby did it. That's right. Yep. Look, I'm not going to rag on them for their sharpshooters because it's not something they do. It's not a regular move they do in a high-profile match, but it was not a great look that they both did it and neither of them did it um, picture perfect. Yeah, but the the most perfect answer you could have to that is just like, well, I'm not the excellence of execution. That was Bret Hart, and he's the best to ever do it. So, sorry, I'm not that good. Okay, so, yeah, but uh, who's Darby's mentor? Sting. (laughs) Yeah, I think he loses that that argument out of that. That is a good point. Thank you. I don't make them very often here, but I appreciate (laughs) when you acknowledge them, sorry. Um. I don't know how Ruby comes back from this anytime soon. I think she'll have to just win a bunch of matches on whatever shows and then maybe someday. But good old fashioned like, good old fashioned heel turn. I she needs to turn heel. She needs point. to. Yeah. When I'm she got so booed angry. Yeah, when she got booed at that rampage, I was like, eh, she's gotta make a decision real fast. I, yeah. possibly the entrance of the night though. That yeah. was pretty fun. Oh, it was, yes. it was pretty fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, with Triple H is the lead singer. <laughs> when did Triple H get a skull tattoo? I don't know, but you know, you can't tell me you didn't look at him and be like, damn, that oh, dude looks yeah. like yeah. Triple H. Oh, yeah, no, I love, love Lots of tattoos. Like, more than I've seen on humans. Not that it's a bad thing, it's just something I noticed. Um... Yeah, these matches both, I'd say, three and a half. Like, Fair. I would say if one was better, I would definitely say the women's match, but not by a lot. Um, But once once Adam Cole won, it just kind of took the wind out of my sails. There were a couple times in the women's match where there were some false finishes that I was kind of like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think ratings-wise, Kevin? I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go with three for both of them, and then one for uh, Martha Hart's hat. Oh, I was gonna wait for that. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> right out of my mouth. Um, Lex, I give it a three. I really didn't care about any of this. I mean, i I cared, I cared, but at the same time, I didn't. It it like wasn't the outcome I really wanted. I felt like it was very generic. Yeah, the matches were good, but I just the outcome was just like, okay, cool. Adam Cole and Britt Baker, like fucking awesome. Like whatever. It's not whatever. Yeah. It's fine. I give it a three. Start. I'm gonna go three. Uh, I. Sammy and Tay are gonna win next year. Oh, <laughs> come on. Too bad. Don't, don't put that in the universe, guys. Just, Gosh, no, your mouth out was so. <laughs> so here's the point where i was like i have to get up because i need a break and that look i very much understand and respect everything about the tournament and martha hart coming out as a very big deal because she never wanted anything to do with wwe for very very understandable reasons it was wrestling in general it was for a long time yeah yeah but i mean like specifically that company for reasons Mm -hmm. that are very obvious um she was very emotional and you could tell she really liked being there and then 10 minutes into her speech i was like okay this is kind of about martha hart now um and her hat yeah she went into business for herself as we say 
she openly was talking about her hat. And I was like, that's kind of weird because it's a crazy hat. And she <laughs> felt the need to talk about the hat. Am I a terrible person for saying that? Probably. But like... My, my, my only rebuttal is... And I'm not like... I don't know. She has been without her husband for 23 years. So to try to reflect on it like how we're reflecting on it is probably really hard for her. Oh, I can't even imagine. So, I mean, she's probably used to him not being there, which sucks and it's sad for her. But, like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like she's just dealing with it the best way she can with it being so long. And now just coming back to wrestling, you're just kind of like, she has all these emotions. We have all these different emotions. And she's just kind of like, I don't want to focus on this. I've already gotten past this. Look so. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that was actually part of her speech was I've gotten past this. Look at my hat. So yeah. yeah was, I hope that, I hope everybody wears that damn hat next year. <laughs> I don't know. I like I don't it was no fault of her own, but she was kind of going on a little while and just because of how long the show is at this point, I mean we're what, a couple hours in we still have all these matches left, and I'm just, yeah. like still talking. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be up till three a.m." Like, I heard Tony bought an extra hour of pay per view time so that Martha could talk as long as she wanted. That's what I heard. I'm dead serious. That's what I heard. I saw it. According to your sources. <laughs> um, does anyone else have comments on the Owen Hart tournament? No. Okay. Um, this is what I call the bathroom break of the pay-per-view, and that is the six-person Scorpio Sky, I... Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant versus Sammy Tay Ty. This was the longest 12 and a half minutes of my 40 years on this planet. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Your face. <laughs> Paige Van Zant almost killed someone. Uh, Sammy looked like he almost killed Tay with that super kick. Like, that, was, that was sold out like a shotgun blast. <laughs> but yeah, just amazing. Um, it was a match. I'm just so happy that this story is done forever. Mm-hmm. And I think I, everyone I, is. Okay, I didn't understand. Kazarian bailing on the two of them, but then coming back in to fight later. And I then, have no idea. I don't I, think it, anyone knew. It was just like... It, it was the most convoluted... And for some reason, <laughs> Tay and Sammy had UFC belts from Dan Lambert. And oh, they stole them on Friday. They went to the American Top Team and stole them on Rampage. Is this a YouTube thing that I don't pay attention no, it, to? No, it, so it, it was on Rampage. Oh, okay. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't watch that. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, 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 exactly. Like, if you didn't watch Rampage, the you know two days before the pay per view, you had no idea why they were coming out with those. Like, they didn't Art, do any recap really at five thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are are Sammy and Tay the mo- like the two most unlikable people in wrestling right now? MCF. No. <laughs> they got great hats, but like besides that, like I don't know. Yeah, they came out like it was Halloween. I was I loved their outfits. And y'all didn't even notice something when they came out? The Cody thing? They came Yes, they came out of the middle like Cody. He's the, they're leaning into oh, it so bad and it's so, so Jade, funny. Um, Jade did too. Did Jade she? Did too, and she renamed it too. It's not the Cody Vader anymore. It's the money lift. Okay. 
I like that. You can't call it the Cody Vader anymore. Um, yeah, I Paige Van Zant should not have wrestled. Yeah, not she yet. Like been, she looked like she's been training for a few months, and that's... she's not TV ready. She's not. No, she could have done a couple say... spots, but like that driver she did, I thought she the Mishinoko driver. Oh. I thought she the... murdered someone. I did too. She uh, she had a couple early spots when she first came in. Like she had a couple early spots that looked fine, and then she you know then then things went sideways. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird storyline. I mean, Sammy and Ty were kind of forced to turn heel because of just how everyone hated them together. And I'm giving that like a two. One, one and a half only because I really like Scorpio and Ethan and Frankie Kazarian and I'm so mad that I had to watch the rest of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a three. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. But I also, I've been weird because I like Sammy and Ty. So, um, I would give it a three. Okay. Okay. Not opposed to that. It's just. I don't I said, Your silence it, is staggering, but that's no, no, okay. Continue. No, we're not. We're not judging. We're just texting each other about it. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm I, I'd like to, I would like to change mine from a one and a half to a two uh, because of the kick to the face from Sammy to Tay. So sorry, I'm going to upgrade it to a two. You're a child. <laughs> oh my God, Starkey, take it home. What do you? Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Y'all know how I feel yeah, about Sammy and Tay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, I love. Can. Berate your best friends. Exactly. Um, I thought their outfits looked awesome. I thought their entrance was fantastic. Uh, the match was okay. I don't like how it was basically five heels squaring off against the, or six heels or five heels and one Frankie Kazarian yeah. made yeah, no sense. Yeah. Who knows what the hell he is? Um, but all I'm going to say at the end is, uh, thank God it's over and everybody can move on to other things now. Uh, yeah. Because it was on paper, it sounded good. But it, it's, it's, yeah, it's not working. But I'll, I'll give it a three. And then there was the quote unquote match that probably should have just been on Dynamite because there's another 10 million matches on here, match. And that is um, Darby and O'Reilly, which is really good. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, uh, up, until, up until this point, I, that might have been my match of the night. Because it was just a really good back and forth, hard hitting match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the torpe like... the torpedo into the guillotine. First of all, I thought Darby broke his neck, but the torpedo into the guillotine on the like out by the ramp was an awesome spot. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, if this had a literally any amount of story towards it, it might have gotten close to like four and a half for me. Like it was a very good match. I just. Why? Why have it mm-hmm. on this show? There's so many matches. I'll give. I'll yeah, give you. I'll give you. Good, I'll give the answer when I give my grade. I mean, I'm giving it a four. Like it was a really good match. Like it was. It, it would have gotten a higher grade for me if I had more investment in it, but I still really thought it was good. Starkey. Yeah. Okay. I'll go uh, three and a half. Um, like you guys said. 
could have been on dynamite, could have been just fine. But the ultimate answer, got to get Darby on the pape. It's Darby Allen. He's that guy now. One of the four pillars, as one of them might leave. Anyway, um, Kevin, what do you what do you say? Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it three and a half. Because again, for bell to bell, I thought it was a just really really good match. But yeah, nothing nothing behind it. Yeah, um, Lex, did you did you see this one? Yeah, I did. Three and a half. Uh, don't understand it. Really irritated with how. Uh, the finishes end up always having Darby lose for no apparent reason, um, even though you're trying to make him, pairing him up with Sting and make him a big deal. Like, I don't, and you're going to have Kyle O'Reilly beat him. Okay, that makes sense. That's why, why I didn't this is a good match. It is a good match. Whatever. That is a former Ring of Honor champion you were talking about. Okay. That's true, but also <laughs> it's why I didn't understand Darby losing to Jeff Hardy in the tournament. One of the dumbest decisions I think they've made. I'm now My wondering point. if this is leading to a Darby heel turn because I don't know. Like, I feel like this is a thing that AEW could do over WWE or really anywhere because they have the records and everything. If people start to lose over and over and over, you think they'd just get pissed off and frustrated and could turn heel. Or this is maybe how he drops Sting because he's like, dude, I'm just losing too much. I got to start focusing on me. Or he joins the House of Black. Ooh. <laughs> 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 that takes away from Darby Allen being Darby Allen. Like Bro- Brody's great and like Buddy's great, but they're as characters by themselves. Yeah, same character, but just by themselves. Yeah, yeah but oh. Darby, I think is because then he could be the one to feud with them, and it makes sense. I forgot to say this um, when that six-man match was going on. More than one time, I thought Buddy was Dan Housen. <laughs> they had very similar face paint. And I was like, wait a minute. Why is Dan... Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was a good match. I do think Darby needs to maybe win a couple. No. Yeah. But, no, I, I actually like that Kyle O'Reilly got a win because, in my mind, he is a big deal. He's a great wrestler. And he's a part of this mega faction that I feel like they're not really bringing up enough and they're making them look strong because it's going to be undisputed elite versus bullet club in a month at the pay-per-view. So I think that's why he went over. And I think that is going to be like a mega, like survivor series style match. And it's going to be awesome. Um, anyway, this is where the pay-per-view does a 180 and is just one of the best. What? hour and a half two hours of wrestling i've seen in a long time i feel like so we go to the aw women's world championship match which is kevin's favorite match he totally watched it um kevin didn't watch it lex did you see the match i didn't see this one either oh my god this is a great wrestling podcast, Lex, our, our feud is over our heat is over we are united we are... <laughs> how are we ever going to get the blue chew sponsorship now i'm so sorry <laughs> Starkey, did you see this match? I saw this match. I was, I was really hoping he said no. What'd you guys, what'd you guys think? Tell me about it. Oh, I thought it was easily the match of the night at this point yeah. in the show. Like, easily. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I, I honestly thought Dee might pull it out, but... I don't like that she didn't. I know I didn't watch it, but I know that, you know, Rosa won, and I don't like that Dee didn't. 
I think you can't Whatever. have Thunder Rosa lose already. Is the thing. Don't yeah. talk, don't really talk sense to me, Zachary. I don't need sense. But I don't know. Like I really like Serena Deeb more than I thought I would, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. At least at this point. But no, the build up to this match was terrible. Like, yeah, just not good. It was. It's neither their fault. It was just. One of them cuts a semi-emotional promo on the stage with no confrontation. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, did, how many times were they face-to-face? Any? Mm, like twice, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a weird build, which made me think that Thunder Rosa was easily just going to win. But, no, it was a great match. It was very <laughs> back and forth. Um, I think Serena Deeb will be a women's champion in the future. I hope so. I think she'll build back up and challenge, maybe not Thunder Rosa, but whoever beats Thunder Rosa maybe. Um, That's another thing we could talk about if we have time. It's who's going to face these people. Um, I'm going to give this match a four and a half. I really loved it. Like, it was really good. The match itself. If you put the build into it, I might, I might knock it down to a four. I yeah, mean, I'm going to give it a four because of that reason. Because the, the build, yeah. yeah, the build wasn't good. I mean, like going into it, I knew these two were going to knock it out of the park just because of what wrestlers they are. But yeah, the build definitely needed something else because it just, yeah, it wasn't there. I didn't care. Yeah. But I knew, like, as soon as I saw the graphic, like, okay, that's going to be a banger. Yep. Um, speaking of bangers. Anarchy in the arena. <laughs> Can I do my impersonation real quick? Yes. The Jericho Appreciation Society. For over 11 weeks, the top premier faction in all the sports and entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> First of all, I, I just want to say, we got to start out. Five stars to Justin Roberts. Yes. For best intro to a match yep. ever. <laughs> Even though yes. it seemed uncomfortable saying it. <laughs> it's still it was still great. Um I'm just gonna lead off with my grade and I'm gonna talk about it from there. And I'm breaking my rules. I'm going Melter level. I'm going six. This was <laughs> my favorite thing. Like, I'm not kidding you, this might have been in my top ten favorite wrestling things ever. Like, I freaking love this match. And anyone who disagrees, you're entitled to your opinion, but also kick rocks. Um, the The whole thing was almost perfect. Like, I, oh my gosh, it woke me back up until I fell asleep again. But that was more just because it was like twelve fifteen, and I've been watching this for five hours. <laughs> but just like everything, the whoever the producer is in the truck who tells the cameras to cut to whatever camera, that guy deserves a raise (laughs) because they got like everything. Mm -hmm. It was very impressive. Unsung heroes, security, security. Oh my God. Yes. Unsung heroes of of this event. So, yeah. And I'm going to ask you guys a question. I feel like we're all going to be on the same page. If there's a wrestler right by you, are you patting them on the back in the middle of that no. match? No. No. Thank no. you. I'm, I'm, I would not I'm touch to them. Their, I'm trying to actually grab their arm. 
just try and make him tap out. <laughs> I'm a part of the show now, progress. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyone who does that, stop it. I can't believe people do that. It is I can't so, either. It's way weirder when it's late Tacky. in the match and the dudes are super sweaty. Yeah. And then it's a whole nother level when it's people who have bled all over the place. <laughs> Ew, like, yeah. we're still in a pandemic, kind of. Yeah. People's bleeding torsos. Yep. What is wrong with you? If you're someone who wants to do that and you're in the front row, please don't buy a front row ticket. Because that's just <laughs> weird. Like, not a quirky weird, just like a don't talk it's, to me weird. Yeah, it's goofy. Um, anyway, back to this awesome match. The image of Eddie Kingston coming out, like, looked like he was actually murdered, by the way. Or murdered somebody. With a can <laughs> of gasoline in this day and age, with those gas prices. Yes, I stole that from Nyla Rose's Twitter. Um, one, and his intent was to pour it all over a human being. That's how much he wanted to kill someone, is he paid for gas in this economy <laughs> to kill someone. Um, and um, the like, I'll tell you what, it looked like he was about to kill Chris Jericho because he was like lighting the match. I was like, oh no, he's not actually gonna like do this, is he? Oh no, yeah, the yeah. minute that he went to light it, I was like, no, I no was, he's not. No, especially he's not. after the Joey Janela thing. Um, yeah. did anyone see that where he lit his boot on fire and super kicked someone and yep. they could not put the fire out for 24 seconds? Did not see that. Yeah, it was a, I think it was GCW. Um, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. Of yeah. course it was. Of course. Um, and Joey Janela was tweeting about it afterwards, like, still trying to put it out. I've tried everything. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, you should probably have a plan to put your boot out because kicking it on the ground while it's on fire, not going to work. Um, so, yeah, after that, I was like, if he lights this man on fire, he better have like this big coat of I don't even know, like whatever stunt people use. I, I I'm very happy he did not light him on fire, but I'm also kind of disappointed in case he, <laughs> in case it was a good spot. Um I'll tell you what, my one knock on this match is Jericho didn't really do a fireball and he's a wizard. Like he's a wizard. Probably because he had gas on him. Well, that was at the end of the match. Um, the best part was him coming out, and it literally said on his like title thing, "The Wizard Chris Jericho." I saw that. <laughs> um, oh man! And the fact they played Wild Thing like four times before Jericho uh, killed the mood. When it was, when it kept going. I was like, is this meaning to happen? But then, like, it just start, it started to fit with it, and oh, the crowd right. just kept singing. And like, fuck it, let's just keep this train rolling. And then when Jericho picked up the sound bar, it made all the sense in the world. It like, was, okay. Um, it's like, what's his name from ECW? Um, New Jack. Oh, yeah. No, that's... And Jericho said that's that was what his thought was, was when it's just... There's no wrestling. It's just a plunder match, which is what New Jack was. Mm-hmm. That, that was his thought of that was his idea to just keep the music going for that reason. I mean, and that and that proves my point from a uh, hot takes episode is it's AECW. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad about it. Um, all the hardcore matches in the world, Zachary. 
that barbed wire was a lot. Um, that wasn't even their worst one. No, no, not even close. Don't even get me started on the Cracker Barrel Clash. Uh, MVP of this match was Daddy Magic Matt Menard, by the way. <laughs> who just who disappeared for good reason. It just... He, he was the one that went in the elevator, right? With uh, Yeah. Oh, and, uh, Gar- I thought Garcia did. No, no, no it them. was Garcia. No. no I, thought it was, I thought it was Bernard and Garcia with Eddie. <laughs> All I know is Eddie was in there, and I thought that he was going to, like, either I was hoping they had a camera in there, or that he was going to drag their dead bodies out of there or something. Um, no, it was just all around great. I am shocked that they had the uh, BCC lose. I will say. Yeah. I was stunned that the Jericho Appreciation Society actually won. But they needed to. They're, it, they haven't done anything, and this yeah. gets them started. And with the, the BCC, and now you got uh, Danielson versus Eddie Kingston, because you know that shit's going to happen. Plus, I mean... And they, no, they were throwing haymakers for real, too. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> nobody can get out of a... Um, being choked by a rope... Oh yeah, so, no, yeah. Good. Um, Lex, did you see this match? I feel like you're <laughs> bits and quiet. pieces. Okay, I okay. saw bits and pieces. I didn't watch the whole thing I in its entirety. I watched. To watch I watched this. clips of it. Like it is that great. Yeah, it it was it was a spectacle. Like, yep. When I if someone asked me why I love professional wrestling, I would say, well, it depends on my mood. If I want to go like some amazing technical match with a great story, I'm going to go with my stereotypical CM Punk John Cena money in the bank. But this might be my new thing where it's like, if I want to show them, I love the ridiculousness and the spectacle of everything. This might now be my match. I show people. Because this is nuts, man. Like everything was so perfectly done. <laughs> somebody, somebody was saying about this versus Stadium Stampede, and I don't think you can compare the well one because of editing and things like that with Stadium Stampede. Those but were like, also great, though. No, they, they were, and I, I love those. Those, those were more fun to me, like in a way, because like it, it, there was really good wrestling and really crazy spots, but also like some fun to it and levity to it. Yeah, and no, this, this was, was just murder. this was just insane. I, I I hate to be that guy, but like sport uh, Stadium Stampede was sports entertainment. This was more. Live pro wrestling show. I felt the best of all of these. As much as I love this match, nothing will ever top the moment of Sammy running for his life from that golf cart. Yes. Oh, or the, ho- the, horse. the horse was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or whenever they were. Uh, I'll never forget when they had that like pre brawl on the football field. And like yeah. Matt and Nick are wrestling somebody, and then out of the back corner, you just see somebody run through the tunnel, and you're like, "What the hell?" And it's Hangman Page in like full cowboy gear, just sprinting down the field, <laughs> and then just they turn around and boom, close sign. It's like that yeah. was amazing. I also liked when Jericho, and sorry, go back to that one, but when Jericho challenged the uh, <laughs> challenged the ball, or he flipped <laughs> someone with the past the first down marker, that'll yeah. move the chains. <laughs> yeah. But no, this oh, is but, uh, yeah, go. Yeah, the the anarchy. A couple things that I noticed. Uh, Santana and Ortiz were excellent. I love how they did the street sweeper to Hager. That was great. Hager never left the ring. I swear, he was in the ring the whole. He was never anywhere else but the ring. Um, 
uh, Matt Menard was cracking my shit up. And if you haven't listened to Jericho's podcast with them on there, where he names all of the nicknames that he gave, and I don't know why that man didn't go with $7 a gallon Matt Menard. That would have been the best <laughs> nickname ever. <laughs> um, but then one of my favorite things happened at the end of the match was with the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society was in the ring. And Danny Garcia had just gotten back from the back, and they're all raising their hands. And he looks at Jericho, and he's like, "Why do you smell like gas?" <laughs> <laughs> I missed I didn't that. Even notice that. Yeah, he's like, like they're raising their heads, and he just—he's like, "Why do you smell like gas? What is?" <laughs> That's oh good. man, I think they're gonna do a blood and guts match too, and I don't know how they're gonna top this, but I'm—I'm I'm ready to let them try. Uh, giant crash map that you can see. That's how they're going to top it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so everyone give your grades. If we're just being regular graders, I'll give it a five. Um, I almost know no flaws for me personally. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? Two thumbs up. I'm assuming oh, that's sorry, wrong scale. So, wrong scale. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a four and a half. Okay, Lex? <laughs> I... I didn't see the thing in its entirety, but from what I did oh, see, yeah. I'm I'm just gonna give it a five. Okay, all right, we'll let you stay. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Starkey. <laughs> I'm assuming you give it a five. Five. Yeah. No, that. I know we still got two matches left, but um, that's that's easily my favorite thing on this pay per view. Um, other than the last like two minutes, I guess, but you know. Total match that easily wins. As good as this tag team championship was, and I thought that this was going to steal the show before the pay-per-view started, um, because the triple threat they had on Dynamite was outstanding. But I was so shocked that Jurassic Express retained yeah. that it almost made the match worse. <laughs> it, I, this could have opened the show, huh? And I thought, actually, yeah. I thought I this bet it would, would open the show. if it wasn't for yeah. the MJF stuff. Well, and I think if it wasn't for the NBA final too, like yeah. if you had a, a, a which a doesn't make show. sense. It's a pay per view. It's not TV ratings. People already bought this damn show because you get more buys and people are going to come watch it yeah, at some point. Yeah, so I guess, but no, I I thought this was got such good wrestlers in it, and also Luchasaurus and Luchasaurus. just Luchasaurus <laughs> is perfectly great. Yeah, so it was really good wrestlers in Luchasaurus, and I thought it was. Uh, Really, really good. Overall, really, really good. Um, I think Swerve will be an AEW champion. I hope so. Absolutely. They're not going to do it with Keith Lee. Everyone in this match could legitimately challenge for the title. Not at the moment, but eventually. Um, Keith Lee, obviously from NXT, I know how great he is in the Royal Rumble that he had and everything. I love me some Ricky Starks. Me too. And Hobbs, honestly. I, I wanted them to win. I wanted Team Taz to win. Um, I'm a little bummed they didn't because I don't know where they go from here. I know they're not... They openly talk how they're not a tag team. They're just two individuals with a common goal. Blah, 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 blah. But now I don't know what they do. Um, I do like Jurassic Express, though. I think they're going to turn heel. Or Christian will dump them, which would be fine because, you know, after he just kind of ripped away Marco Stunt and 
took over his spot. He hasn't really done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'll give it like a three and a half. It was a good match. At this point, it's not worth talking about that much to me. <laughs> like it was mm-hmm. a good match. I don't know what more you want me to say. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a four. I I just it was a good match. I, and I'm not saying this as a knock, but this match felt very WWE ish to me. Like yeah. it was two teams of two guys that aren't really a tag team, but they're just they're they are. Yep. Um, it wasn't terrible. The match was great. I felt like there was supposed to be a swerve or something. Not like Swerve Strickland, but he like he was in the match. He was in the uh, match. Uh, I see what you did there. I, see I, what you did there. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there was supposed to be something happen, like that. Nothing. It was just kind of felt like they could have got it done on Dynamite or Rampage, and I'd have felt the same way. And uh, uh, my other opinion that we're talking about all these people in this match, I, I really hope uh, Willie Hobbs is the first African-American champion they have. I really like Willie Hobbs. I am a I huge too. fan. Um, I will say this is something that Jericho said, but I totally agree. Even if it's like a thrown together team, Tony Khan is outstanding at teaming people together. The acclaimed. The fact that the acclaimed, and I like, I think I, we probably listened to the same Jericho podcast um, where it was talking about the formation of the Appreciation Society. I just assumed that Max Caster and Anthony Bowens were a team for years. Tony Khan paired them together, and they'd never met beforehand, which blows my mind. Because you could have fooled me that they've been a tag team for a decade. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't know. First of all, how the hell are they not just in this title match, by the way? I, well, I guess Anthony Bones is hurt. Yeah, he's later. out. Um, and they're too busy with the ass boys. <laughs> Daddy ass. Daddy ass. <laughs> God, I love the A-Club. <laughs> did everyone else give their grades, Kevin? No, none of us did. You started I, talking. We, we didn't. No. Starkey we did. did not. Oh, Starkey did. Okay. Kevin. Kevin. Lex, I'm going to go with a four on this one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't know why that surprises me, but okay. Give it a four. Um, I will give it a three and a half. It was good. Um, I just caught myself not paying too much attention, which is weird because I like, I like Jurassic Express, but I also really like Keith Lee. So I don't quite know why I wasn't paying attention, but um, I was really busy while I was watching it. So forgive me again. I'm sorry. I like Luchasaurus though. I don't know how you guys. Yeah, I don't know what you're. I see. I see Kevin about. shaking his head. I love Luchasaurus. What are you talking? Well, I about? love me some Luchasaurus He's too. Amazing. Like sure. to the point where my <laughs> uncle, who I hope is listening to this, he he, I think is a regular listener. He, this is me exaggerating, just to mess with him. He hates everything in wrestling, but watches it all. Like he doesn't that every wrestling fan. Yes, of he is every wrestling. Yeah. Fan. It's the four of us. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like Kevin Owens. Like he doesn't think Kevin Owens is that good. Yeah, I know. Blasphemy. We need to start recording our facial expressions for this. Now I hate your um, family. So right, that's, that's <laughs> and I openly make fun of him. He thinks Kevin Omega is Kevin. Oh my god! I did it again. Oh no! Oh no! The name is official. Two weeks in a row. Uh, uh... It is never coming off of Discord. You're done. I am You're never done. going to look at the screen of everyone again. Resign right now. Because I was... It happened t- 
two episodes in a row where I'm staring at the word Kevin on my screen. The cleaner, Kevin Omega. I hate my life. <laughs> he does not like Kenny Omega, thinks he's like a, I don't know, a spot guy, whatever. He doesn't watch New Japan, to be fair. He did not watch any of that. But also, to be not fair, he's been great in AEW, so... Um, long story short, Lucha, Soros, and Jungle Boy are in his like top five wrestlers of all time. Hell yeah, go Zach's uncle. Yeah, it's very confusing. Um, maybe one day we'll bully him onto the show. That'll never, ever, ever happen. But anyway, let's go to the title match. Let's bring this home. Um, hey, I watched it last night again because, you know. I fell asleep before the match started, which killed me inside, but I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. It was a five-hour pay-per-view. Um, I got emotional, even though I knew who won at that point, because I loved CM Punk. Don't give me that look, Kevin. You know this. I was there when he won his title. And now he's making facial expressions and moving his hands because this is definitely a video podcast. Thank you. Um, no, we'll I, <laughs> I will say though, the journey to punk winning the title was a bumpy one, not just because of the match, but again, what, I don't know what Tony Khan and AW are doing with their title match builds. Cause the matches themselves, like I want to see the matches. But, like, you have three months to build title matches between pay-per-views. I know Forbidden Door is a little bit of an exception. But, like, we had a couple not-so-long promos the last two weeks, I feel like. And that was it. Like, how do you not get a better build-in for this? Agreed. The build was just kind of like CM Punk just doing the belt thing. And then it just was, okay, this is official, it's happening, which kind of makes me think, because have you guys seen the the whole Warner Discovery thing that's supposed to happen? Yeah. For those of you that don't know, uh, Tony Khan is supposed to be meeting with the Warner Discovery Media Group on Wednesday in Los Angeles. And that's why I kind of think you're going back to a big name as a champion because you're about to start a streaming service and you need a lot of eyeballs on your product. Oh, he should be the champion. There's, and that's no knock on Hangman. No, not at all. Hangman's title reign was good. I don't know what more he could have done. It just didn't click in the way I thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. Nothing really stood out. I, when they were telling me on the pay-per-view how many defenses he had, I was like, when did he do all of these? I don't even remember having yeah. these. That's not good. So it's not really him. It's just like everyone. It's Tony Khan. It's whoever's building these matches. And, you know, I think he did a good job with what he was handed. But this is like my first time really criticizing AEW for storytelling. Like the build-ups from yeah. the pay-per-view were not great. I, I just I just think that Hangman is more of a it's the journey and the chase and then it's like when the dog catches the bone you're just kind of like okay well now what yeah Starky yeah. you and I said that on an episode before and, yeah. and I I agree I I love Hangman but um, 
or if it's winter is coming, Wangman Adam Page. <laughs> uh, I I love him, but yeah, I think it's the hero's journey of the chase. And now, if Punk does go heel, or, or oh, I hope he does, or another yeah, or another heel comes in, or something, I mean, just whatever. If Hangman goes to the back of the line, has to fight his way back to the to the top, I'm all for it. He's a sympathetic wrestler, and it would be awesome if he is the first two-time champion. That would make him a lot better. It would elevate him. I do truly think he will be. I just hope it's not for a good while, like at least a year. I need a little break from it. Yeah. Um, I think, speaking of at least a year, I think that Punk needs to hold that title at the very least until next double or nothing. Like, I think CM Punk as champion is as big as you can get for AEW and they're in this period where they are growing probably faster than they know how to deal with and I mean if you're going to have this many people watch and buy in like if you could pick anyone on the roster to be the champion like hey who's the most famous person or like the biggest story that you could put this title on like is anyone even a close second it would be Wardlow if it was like a year later and they kept building him. But the, only other, the only other name that's as big as CM Punk is Chris Jericho, but you've already done and that. He was so. the first champion. What about Brian Danielson? Yeah. That great example, yes. He would yeah. be my second. And yep. CM Punk openly said in his um, press conference that he hopes to have a title match with him. So yeah. uh, th- this goes way back to Tech Zach and I had when AEW first started and things like that. And I know this is going to be unpopular and I'll just get r- ripped apart for it. Just say it. Aren't we just kind of recycling WWE main event talent like other companies have done in the past? Kevin, you're fired. And... Yeah. You're um, fired. This was supposed to be different. This was supposed to be putting the, the young talent up. This is supposed to be we started with Jericho. They have done. Look at think of all the young talent they have. Then we went wrong. to Moxley. Right, but this like this is only now we're right, my... we've had four we've had four champions and right. three of them. Which of the young talent should be? Champions? Oh, sorry, we've had five. I forgot about Kenny. I apologize. We had five. But like, if you think about it, it's only been three years. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jungle Boy should be champion? Do you not think MJF could carry it? I do. Not yet. But Not yet. At I the do. same time, they've Darby had all these at, stories in the where, like, he can he doesn't need the belt. Is the thing he he doesn't. But you you want to build up young talent. You want to create new stars. You want to create new. And champions. how do you do that? You have CM Punk have the title. And all these young talent have phenomenal matches with him where they look strong. And they lose. And they lose. And then they come back when CM Punk's old and take over the company. Yep. Because, like, I always compare it to Randy Orton. Randy Orton won the title so young. And then it's kind of like, now what's he going to do? Just win the title a bunch of other times? Like, And he did. Yeah. And it's Randy Orton. But, like, I don't know. There's only... Out of all the champions they have right now, there's only one former WWE guy that's champion. Right oh, now. Yeah. Current okay. champions. Right. Yeah. And he hates WWE. <laughs> a lot. We're well aware. But like No, no, he doesn't. At the same time, say it so. Jurassic no. Express, homegrown talent. Jade Cargill, megastar. Thunder Rosa. 
Who's the face of the company? Is, is Jay Cargill the face of the company? She's up there. I don't think she, it, it. I don't think. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was going to say, I, oh, no, you go. You go. You go. Sir, I, I, I welcome your input. <laughs> Hold on. I like you too much, I, have an idea. I like you too much. We're going to rate this match. And next week, we're going to have another open debate AEW edition. Love it. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm, not. I'm, maybe Lex no, it's maybe, fine. Okay. It's fine. It's a good thing. I'm just... Lex oh, is calling out sick now. Because if just, we keep going right now... AEW fans don't match. like me. They don't like me very much. Aww. Well, you know what? You can moderate. What better place in time to explain some of your opinions with people who will actually listen to you and not be dicks. Well, okay, unless you really have some terrible opinions. but I don't apparently, know. apparently I do, Lex, so you and I be, do great on this one. Get out of here. Um, yeah, what the fuck? He's a reality TV star. Okay. With a mask. The match was still really good, even though, like, I am of the belief that they messed up each other's finishers on purpose, and it was to sell the leg injuries they had. I'm going to choose to believe that, whether it is the case or not. Um, okay. I'm going a four, because CM Punk won the title. Like, I can't give it a five. It wasn't that good of a match to give a five to, but CM Punk won the title. I, I can't go any lower than that. Kevin. Uh, I'm go- I'm going to go four. Lex, did you watch this yet? Mm-hmm. I give it a four. Sorry. I'm just going to end it there. It's a four. <laughs> I'll give it a four. I didn't really get as emotional as I thought I would. I was just kind of like, yeah. oh, it's over. It's time to go to sleep. It's, okay, yeah. That's, if it was like at 10 p.m. Eastern time, I would have been jumping up and down on the couch. Well, you remember that conversation we had about how I don't have an emotional attachment to CM Punk? I don't care that much. Again, don't hate me. I don't care that much about Adam Page. Um, and I don't care that much about CM Punk. So, yeah, great match. I know CM Punk is, like, amazing, but I just don't care about him that much. So it was just kind of like, all right. Yeah, cool. see, he was, and he was my number one on that list, and I'm still just kind of like, eh, okay, cool. No, oh. I still love CM Punk. I, I do agree with you, though, that I thought by now I would care more about Hangman. And I don't. I just don't. I just don't. I think I think Punk's gimmick right now is hates WWE. Well, yeah, that's his entire personality. He needs to go heel so bad. That's his that's his cult of personality. Right? <laughs> I think with Hangman, we got a long ride in store. We still got at oh, least yeah. a good I think he's ten years. Be the AEW oh, version of Triple H. I mean, Triple H. I like just like that daughter? YouTube video that we were talking about. The wrestling isn't real, or wrestling isn't wrestling. I mean, you think of the whole story arc of Triple H, where he started off with a dumb gimmick, and Hangman was just kind of like a background guy in Bullet Club, and then, you know, he gets off to a hot start in a team, just like he was in, what, the Elite, Bullet Club, whatever the hell they call him anymore, and then he had his team with um, Kenny Omega, they split up, then he starts doing his own thing, crazy build up now he loses the title this is very obviously not the end of hangman page and i think when it's all said and done i think i'll have a different opinion of him than i do now but at this moment 
I think he needed to lose. He just yeah. wasn't getting it done as champion. Yeah. CM Punk is your champion. We'll put as many eyes on this product as anyone in this company. Mm-hmm. Just just like when Kurt Angle became TNA champion. Um, yeah. Oh, they're going to turn on him so fast. They're going to turn on him so fast. I know. He needs I know to go it. heal I know so badly. Um, and I think he will. It's going to have to because the, they're going to turn on him anyway. As and part he, of and he's going to combat club. Um, or, or or he's taking FTR with him because I think FTR, yeah, yeah. FTR. Yeah. They're gonna they all join the, the the Blackpool Combat Club, right? Yeah. No, they're gonna become the Hart Foundation. Could you imagine? Because <laughs> they're gonna be big Bret Hart fans. And Martha's gonna manage them with a different hat every week. That Boom. Would be <laughs> okay, I I'm done. Um, everyone, rate the show. Out of five stars, I'm going a. Even though a lot of my scores were lower than this, I think as a whole, and if you rewatch it, a wide awake and not all at once, I do think it is like a solid enough show to give a four to. If you I'm take out Anarchy in the Arena, it goes down a full point for me and down to a three. I'm going three and a half. I'm I'm still mad about that intergender six man. Yeah. Six person. Six person. Maybe like 3.75 for me. Like it's, I'm teetering between a three and a half and a four. Uh, Lex, what do you think? Four. It's a four. It's a good show. It's really long. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah. ma- a lot of matches. 13. But, it's just too long. Yeah. It's too many matches, but it's still great. I mean, it's four. Yeah. I mean, if you just watch the matches, not all at once. You wouldn't be disappointed. I don't know. It's hard to rate it. Um, Starkey, what do you give it? I'll give it a four. It wasn't the greatest AEW pay-per-view. I mean, we're kind of starting to get into uh, some pay-per-views. that are just going to be pay-per-views. That's it. Nothing spectacular has to happen every time. Yeah. I think that's their problem now is that expectations are always super high. And when they just deliver just a regular standard pay-per-view, it is what it is. So I was entertained, but a four. The thing is, that's what NXT did. Like they had so many amazing takeovers in a row, but then they just kept having them. Like to the point where they got to take over thirty, and they were still having outstanding shows over and over and over. And then they decided to tear NXT apart. But that's a whole. Well, that's a, NXT. NXT built just about every match on every takeover had had a story behind exactly. it, had a build to it. So, yeah, that's. I think that's the one thing that was again. I know we talked about, but that was the one thing that was missing a lot from the show. I I just kind go ahead. I kind of feel like I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on with Tony Khan right now. I mean, he's got the Ring of Honor trying to figure that out, the Warner Media thing. Um, He owns two sports teams, mm -hmm. and one is in Europe. Like, yep. How does he have time to do all this? And he does way too much just himself. Yeah, he, he somebody else needs to be booking that, that with him or, or, or somebody else. It's yeah. it's like we said or like I said in the uh, in our group chat. Like bringing oh, bringing Vince Russo. Well, no, oh. <laughs> a lot has changed since Cody left. I think Cody had a lot bigger influence in this company than what we really realized. Uh, um. Okay. Here's what I want from our <laughs> listeners. Hopefully, um. Lex, maybe if you if you have some TikTok people that have thoughts, what 
AEW aspects should we talk about next week? One of my questions I'm going to ask, we're not going to talk about it now because I'm tired. Um, should they go to more than four pay-per-views? Should they do six? Should they do five? You know, like, are they? Are, is there too much time between these shows? Because they're not utilizing the full three months. Can I ask this on, do you want me to like ask this on TikTok? If you want to. Put this out there, I can. Yeah, like whatever they want us to talk about AEW, then we can take the good idea. I'm not taking every idea because no. Well, no, don't do that. (laughs) But but we'll take some good ideas and discuss it. I want to talk about the future of certain people, certain teams. Um, I think we'll have a decent direction after tomorrow's Dynamite. um, Because that's in the forum in LA. So I think that'll be a big show. So hopefully we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Um, otherwise, God damn it. I always mean to do this at the beginning. Please follow us on things. Can you guys like yell at me for not doing this next week? <laughs> follow me on TikTok at Wheezy Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Wheezy Blonde or a Wheezy Blonde? On TikTok, it's Wheezy Blonde. On Instagram, it's Oh, Weezy Blonde. Oh, couldn't, because Weezy couldn't get it on taken. both. Oh, I man. couldn't. I tried. You got to pay off whoever that other person is. I know. Do they use it? Or is it just like someone they took don't. it? Oh, what someone a Someone took it. Dick. I know. Um, okay. So there's her. You can follow us at Squares of the Circle on Instagram. Hey, you're our star. You go before. And we kind of owe you after last episode. So... You do. <laughs> That's right. That's um, right. I was gonna say, don't tell her she's the star. She already put that in her promo. I am the star. Yeah, Thank we you. Know. Um, we know. I know Lex and I were talking about it briefly, but we do want to maybe start doing <laughs> some Twitch things. Yeah. Um. Now that I am moved into a place that isn't surrounded by boxes, I'm not ashamed of my camera setup. So maybe we can start doing that. Um. And we'll get there. We have a Facebook page. Like us there. The rest of us aren't important. Don't worry about our Instagram accounts. I'm going to go look up what Twitch is. I'm really excited to read about it. Same here. Over 35 crew. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Grandpa, Kevin, and Brad here. (laughs) That is is our tag team name. Over 35 crew. Yep. AARP. That's what we are. We are AARP. <laughs> so please join us next week for our discussion on AEW. Um, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>